0: FM and AM 930. It's great to be with you another Friday evening, and uh, before we jump into our new subject for this Friday evening, I did want to just continue to welcome all of those who are listening, not only locally and statewide, but also uh, by way of podcast internationally. If you are listening in the countries of Canada, Mexico, Brazil, Chile, Argentina, uh, in Western Europe, France, Italy, Portugal, Spain, Germany, and elsewhere, uh, Poland, India, China. I welcome you into the friendly confines of uh, of Chico, California. It is, as always, a joy that you are taking time out of your busy schedule to join me as we reflect into the richness and the beauty of the Christian and Catholic faith. Um, Now, as I promised last Friday, This evening and into next week, we are going to get into some new programming here at Seeds of Truth. Thursdays will be devoted to the Book of Exodus, and Fridays to my musings, if you will, over subject matter that will bring, hopefully more often than not, Catholicism into conversation with culture. Uh, This will allow me from one Friday to the next to engage subject matter that is relevant to our everyday experience of living out the faith. So, Thursdays, we will begin a new Bible study on the book of Exodus, as you have requested. I do see in my queue that the Bible studies we have done have been quite popular, so I wanted to get back into that. So Thursdays, again, will be devoted to the book of Exodus. And Fridays, to Catholic musings on the spiritual life and its relevance to the world. You know, since I started to broadcast back in 2006, I have tried to be intentional And what I do, which means giving my full attention to not only the teachings of Jesus Christ, but how to best bring those teachings to you. So pray for me as I will pray for you in this endeavor to reach our loved ones in the wider family that is the mystical body of Christ. All right, that being said, where do we begin Hmm? in our quest to bring Catholicism in conversation with culture? Well, How about The Princess Bride? (laughs) That's right, the movie uh, The Princess Bride. Growing up in a large family, uh, it was common for us to gather around the television on the weekend to watch some of our favorite movies, huh? If it was not Star Wars or Indiana Jones, it was often a movie that was silly enough for us to laugh at and uh, later quote over and over again, and for better or worse, if you're around the whole Kraft family today, especially my six brothers and I, you're going to get a good dose of movie quotes. Now, one of those movies was The Princess Bride. In my fraternal gatherings with my brothers, no matter what we were talking about, the words of Wesley, and if you're not familiar with Wesley from The Princess Bride, the protagonist of the story who was always eager to regain his lost love with the princess, a.k.a. Uh, Wesley, the man in black, right? And and also the character Enigo Montoya. Uh, those characters had their way of being a part of our living room conversation. In other words, the princess bride quickly became a whole craft pastime. In point of fact, it was not too long ago that I found myself quoting the sword fighting Anigo Montoya's timeless words that maybe some of us are familiar with. You keep using that word. I do not think it means what you think it means. When it occurred to me that the Spaniard who lived to avenge his father's death has an important lesson for us this evening. Essentially, know what you mean to say and keep it in its proper context. You see, my friends, words have meaning and purpose. We dialogue with words in order to create an understanding of the culture we live in. And the truth about the world around us. For this reason, it is important to know the meaning of the words we use and keep in mind their proper use, right? And could we not say here lies the importance of the virtue of truthfulness? If you do not identify a thing for what it is, then whatever it is you are talking about is never going to serve its purpose, other than the purpose of recognizing the false nature of the conversation, right? which ultimately can serve the purpose of conversion. If you don't have the first thing right, then whatever follows won't be right. I mean, the very word principle means origin, speaking of words, right? The word principle means origin or first things. You can only take a proper second step if you have taken the proper first step. What good are the crossbeams and girders if you haven't properly laid the foundation? You can get the roof right, but what is the point of it if you don't get the foundation right? Again, you can only take a proper second step if you have taken the proper first step. Additionally, I might add here this is the problem with fake news. If something reported is false, what is the value of the next thing about that report? Well, as they might say in Italy, non c'è valore there is no value huh there is no value and hopefully you can already begin to see the importance of words words in of themselves now that being said words are never to be reduced to what is heard what do i mean well the origin of every word we utter comes from a place that is inaudible right the man who first thinks and feels within himself. Consequently, the inflection and tone of the words we use point as much to the interior life as they do to the world we hear and see. You see, my friends, it is not enough to say that words are important and be done with it. Words are important because they point to the contemplative state, the place where God inserts words into mind and heart that we might proclaim and live the eternal word, Jesus Christ. So, in both our prayer and the relationships we share, words are to what but affirm the beauty of truth and encourage the the love that abides in that truth. Indeed, words are life-giving when they are drawn from the source and summit that gives life, The eternal word, Jesus Christ, as uh, John reminds us, right? John chapter 1, verse 1. Words are new beginnings. And isn't it interesting that John, in his opening verses of his beautiful gospel, his gospel that soars, might use language that brings us back to what? The beginning. (laughs) The beginning of creation. Genesis. Genesis. And that opening chapter to the Gospel of John, what do we have? The phrase, in the beginning, days, light, darkness. He's using things that are familiar to explain things that are unfamiliar. And as he does so strategically, he wants uh, to bring us back to the beginning. He wants us to contemplate the significance of the meaning of the Word, Jesus Christ. Yes, and words and of themselves, the power of words, okay? So, why is it that I am spending time talking about words? Well, because on air, I share with you words, (laughs) and I do so that together we might come to a deeper understanding of the divine word, sacred scripture, the Bible, divine revelation. And with words each week, I intend to encourage critical thought, I intend to encourage dialogue about subject matter that intersects faith in contemporary culture. You've heard me say it before dialogues are much more interesting than monologues. As always, if you would like to chat about the words we talk about each Friday, and for that matter, Thursday or anywhere else where you might hear me, please do not hesitate to reach out to me at jholljmj at yahoo.com. Or you can go to my website at joeholcraft.org, J-O-E-H-O-L-L-C-R-A-F-T.org. By the way, what I bring to you on Friday on air, you can find a replica on my website in blog form. I'm going to package it in the form of a blog and then really take that with additional reflection to you on air. Okay, so that's what we're doing here, and that's the direction we're we're heading. I was talking about the Princess Bride. What does Inigo Montoya say? You keep using that word. I do not think it means what you think it means. A footnote, that word was inconceivable. We can't get into what all of that means right now, but it is enough to say that over the course of our time together, I am going to do my best to explain words. To help us better understand the words we use, that we might not get stuck with someone saying to us, You keep using that word, I do not think it means what you think it means. Or maybe better yet, you keep using that word, now you've come to help me better understand how to better use words. Huh? Because that's the importance of words. Words and names have a kind of foreordained Purpose and vocation. In point of fact, what does the word "day" mean in Hebrew? Yom, purpose, purpose. God has given us days because days, and of themselves, are to be purpose-driven, and they're only going to be purpose-driven to the extent that, in word and deed, we live with purpose. All right. Okay. So again, if you have any questions, comments wonders, observations, even flying accusations, please don't hesitate to reach out to me, j-h-o-l-l-j-m-j at yahoo.com, and we can start the conversation and do so with words and the real meaning of words. All right, let us close with a word of prayer in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good and gracious God, we do just give you a special thanks and praise for the gift of your word. The God-man Jesus Christ, and how in his incarnation he revealed that words can have flesh, that words can give birth to life, birth to new beginnings. And as always, we pray these things in your most holy and precious name, Jesus Christ. All glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen, and God bless you.